Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Kia ora, good morning and welcome into the show. It is four past six on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast here on SCNZ. Uh, yeah, good morning to you, Kempi. It is hump day, Wednesday, middle of the week. Middle of the week, Rick, and your Celtics shirt, the Kelsey boys. What happened last night? The Kelsey boys? The they Kelsey play for the Celtics. <laughs> that's the wrong. That's the wrong sport. Didn't know the wrong team. The green, ju- the green jersey, the red jersey. Oh well, yeah. The uh, the Taylor Swift derby. Uh, the the Eagles got up twenty one seventeen. There you go. Jalen Hurts is back. Yeah, it was interesting actually. Um, Jace Kelsey uh, said, uh, "Well, it was good to beat his brother and 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 get some sort of revenge from the Super Bowl." Uh, though he wasn't happy. Oh, is that right with yeah. his game? Yeah, yeah well, he just said the team didn't play very well. He said, we might have won, but we didn't play very well. Wow. I know they're going on about um, Patrick Mahomes not being able to find any of his receivers. I looked at, at a few of those passes um, from last night's game. He actually hit the money. They were right on the money. I don't know how they didn't catch him. Yeah, well, I think it's just pressure, isn't it? It's yeah. pressure. Like, that's what the Eagles do so well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Defensive pressure. So, Silly yeah, back. Big game. Big game. Big result means... Uh, I think nine and one now. The Eagles are for the season. Yeah, well, that's you know that's what I mean. The the uh, the final that we want to see, the Super Bowl that we want to see, is a repeat, don't we? Of uh, Jalen Hurts up against Pat, Patty Mahomes. He thought he had it in the bag before uh, Patrick Mahomes went on that run, and he'd probably want to go back there and see if he can get him this time. Getting one back up last night doesn't really matter until he gets to that Super Bowl. I think for uh, Jalen Hurts, but everything's looking good for them up there, Philadelphia. The uh, they sort of went out there. That's a that's a big one for them, and especially you know nine and one. Uh, I think I think uh, Kansas are seven and three. Yeah, it's a, I mean nine and one is the best record in the division. Yeah, second uh, uh, in the whole compact. Second is Detroit Lions at eight and two. Yeah, you yep. would have thought you would have said that a few years ago. No, so they're going they're going really well. Uh, yeah, a, I, do you, do you think with the um, I know they're talking about it over there. Uh, with Taylor Swift, that she is a little bit of a curse for Kansas City. They oh. said they seem to ever since she's been around, they just can't seem to catch the ball. Maybe they've got their eye on something else. Um, is that what you're saying, Kempi? Uh, coming up on the show today, uh, we're going to head to Ireland and catch up with uh, the one and only Joseph Parker. How good. Uh, he's over there training at the moment, so looking forward to that. Uh, after 7 o'clock, uh, we're going to catch up with the CEO of New Zealand Football, Andrew Pragnell. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about with him today. Of course, the New Zealand Under-17s just finished a World Cup campaign that didn't go as they wanted. They've announced the football ferns are going to Colombia for a doubleheader in December. The All Whites this morning play Ireland. Uh, that kicks off at around six uh, 8.45. And yesterday, Kempe, we had uh, the announcement that there is 
guaranteed now a second A-League franchise in New Zealand with an Auckland franchise being rubber-stamped. And on that as well, Nick Garcia, the commissioner of the A-Leagues, is going to join us at about 7.40. So uh, plenty of news on, on, the, on the football front. Yeah, and I, I look, I think that's a really um, big win for Auckland City. You know, to get a to get a A League uh, franchise up here. I know. I know with the Phoenix, no one's really mentioned it. You know, well, like, what do the Phoenix think about having another A League? I know you asked the question mm. um, last week, but no one's really gone on about it because I know there a lot of uh, water went under the bridge when it was talked about another uh, NRL franchise being mentioned coming to New Zealand and and how the Warriors saying that you know they don't want another franchise to come into um, Aotearoa. I, and I think it's a really a good thing. I, look, I, I I love how, one, they've got the backing, so they've got a, a, a fair dinkum um, bank behind them, mm-hmm. an absolute bank role behind them. Um, but I also think that for the city that we need more sports teams in the city, you know, in, in New Zealand's biggest city. I think, I think one of the things that the sports teams will do is actually grow the city. And grow it, grow it in a way where the infrastructure has to really be looked at. If you are you going to talk about economies and bringing people up to Auckland, um, you're going to have to sort this met this Eden Park Mount Smart. Um, uh, Don't forget about the white elephant over the shore. Th- that's right. The, the the stadium over there at the North Shore, uh, on the Western Springs. You know yep. all of this all of the space that is basically space. You know when you look at Eden Park, like how often do they play there? When you look at Western Springs, right in the middle of town there, you've got a speedway and a rugby club. Um, And Mount Smart is overutilised, you know. And I think if you're bringing a team in, and I really like it. I like how Auckland Auckland have brought an A-League team in. I hope that when Abdo comes out, uh, he think he thinks in a couple of weeks he's coming out and he's going to actually talk about the the 18th franchise in NRL, that New Zealand's in the mix. Yeah. And I just think what it does to to the Auckland Council especially, is go, well, actually, we really need a stadium down on the waterfront. Well, it's, yeah, I tell you what, I mean, Bill Foley, who's the uh, the American billionaire, uh, he's got a lot of investment in New Zealand. So he owns uh, vineyards in Blenheim, Queenstown, uh, somewhere else in the South Island as well, and then in, in the in sort of wider upper around, around that region as well. So... And he owns a, a bunch of restaurants and, and bars and things as well here. Well, Plus, it, he owns the the he, he owns like four football teams and the Vegas Golden Knights NHL franchise. He is he's got coin, and if he doesn't think the the infrastructure is right for what he wants to do in Auckland, I'm sure he's going to do something about 100%, it. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. First of all, he's a billionaire. Secondly, he owns not just one team, a, a half a dozen of them. But the other part that is there is is that he has a bunch of mates that are in the same boat, you know. And and when you're looking for seed funding, because it's all about funding when it comes down to it, isn't it? The same conversation comes up in Auckland. Why build a stadium? Well, it's more taxpayers' money. Why do we need to build you a stadium? Um, well, then make it private money. Make it make it you know. Um, a, uh, an equity share where private investors can actually invest in it, as opposed to saying, "Well, this is for the city." You know what I mean? But I've always thought that a no-brainer, a, a stadium down on the waterfront, has always been a no-brainer. You know, we had the, the closest we've ever had to that is Carlow Park. Yeah, and then we then we went and turned turn that into a bunch of flats. Yeah, and a car park, and a car park. So um, all the best, all the best to the Auckland. Uh, a league team. Uh, I know. You, I know you've got a question for us on that. I've put. A, I've put a little bit of thought into that question too. So, first um, time for everything. It is. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're way too quick. You're way too quick for me, Rick Dog. All right, let's do Who Am I? We have a $100 Adidas Golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz. Get away with golf. T's and C's apply. Here is clue number one. Ooh, cryptic. Robbie is taking over doing Who Am I's. And honestly, cryptic. I represent New Zealand, but was born in Australia. I represent New Zealand, but that's, was born in Australia. Well, it's all of our Kiwi team. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I can think of a bunch of cricketers as well. Is this? Can I ask, I know you don't want to give away too much too early, Rob, but can I, we just clarify, is this person still playing? Yeah, well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do with who am I. I'm trying to, you know, first clue, get like the most random guesses on mm. the text machine and then yeah. give it away by clue three, essentially. Um, so, But to answer your question, yes. They are still playing, right. So that rules out Luke Ronke, who was the first person I thought of. Um, and it probably rules out Tawira Kerbalo as well. Uh, although I think he's still playing in France, but, you know. Not not in the in the mix down here. So all right, there you go. There's there's your first clue. Hundred dollar Adidas golf voucher. Double eight double three. If you know the answer, let's crack in to this round one. Five. Now we're going to start uh, with a with a rugby league question, Kempi, um, because uh, two absolute Tigers legends are they're not they're not button heads on it, but they've both got very different mm. opinions on it, and that is whether or not Benji Marshall is the right man to take the Tigers forward. Now, Blocker Roach has come out and said that the club's made a mistake handing an inexperienced Marshall the reins for the toughest job in rugby league. Reckons he'll struggle to attract players. They've had two wooden spoons, haven't made the finals since 2011. On the flip side, Benny Elias has backed Marshall and said the test, uh, the former test star is capable of doing extraordinary things as a coach. Who do you think is right or more right? Uh, b- blocker, blocker. Yeah. I, you know, like extraordinary things on a football field as a player. Benji did weekly. You know, he was was absolutely out of this world. But blocker has a has a fair dinkum point, um, and it it is a little bit. I think from the board's perspective, uh, a a clutch at at trying to continually promote the club um, club's brand by putting Benji into that position. Just. Have a look at the last 10 years, for instance. So, Ed Ivan Cleary went there, couldn't get out fast enough. He went on and won a couple of premierships at, at Penrith. Um, then they brought in Madge Maguire. He, he couldn't do anything, tried to change the roster, and all of a sudden he loses his job. And then Tim Sheens comes in and, and gets punted um, last year. And, and Benji basically takes over three, two-thirds through the season. It's not that... Um, Benji Marshall's taken over. It's that they've had guys that have won premierships because the whole three of those guys, Madge Maguire won two, he won one in Wigan, one at South. Ivan's won 400 because he's a current, he's won three currently. Mm. Um, and Tim Sheens had won at Canberra and at the Tigers as well. That you've gone and put a rookie coach in there to try and fix it. And I think that's why Blocker has a point. I think it's, you have a look at their roster. And I know this thing about coaching, you need a hell of a lot of luck when you go and coach in the NRL. You need the right players in the right position, um, and you need depth and you need luck. And and what I say with luck, if you haven't got the squad and you get players that come out through injury and, and they are your best players, you're knackered. You're knackered for the year. And if, and if that happens, Benji's head's on the chopping block. You mentioned those three coaches are all premiership winners who couldn't get it done. That suggests the problem is higher up the chain than the coach. Well, that's that's. I, I think the focus should not be on Benji. You know, like 
that's a really um, easy way to, to, to focus on probably another tough season for the Tigers is to look at their coach. I think if you the reason why I mentioned it, well, they've had those three players over the last 10 years. Those guys that are making their decisions over those last 10 years, what are they doing? Mm. And you're looking, at, you're looking at their board, at their structure. Because um, they're just going to have to go and find another coach, I think, at the end of the year if Benji doesn't uh, do what he's hoping to do. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, he puts them in a pretty untenable situation. But like you say, uh, you keep changing the coach and nothing changes. And there's well, something they, else they, wrong they with lost, the club, right? They lost the, they lost the Bradman best fight. He's going to stay at Newcastle. Jerome Luai's talk, talked about going there. They're going to have to pay super overs for him. Um, and they're talking about bringing Justin Ollum there. He's desperate for a centre, you know, who's... who's Probably not going to get a start down in Melbourne, so uh, I just there's not a hell of a lot of stock in that six seven one jersey. Taking Luke Brooks out, not replacing him is a real tough one, um, but finding players in those key positions of centre, loose forward, fullback, uh, halfback, really hard. Mm. All right, let's crack on. Round two. Now, Sonny Bill Williams is uh, quite uh, prominent in the Australian rugby media. He does a lot for Stan Sports over there. He has called Eddie Jones' behaviour comical and said if he was a player, no one would stand for it. Is he right? Yes, 100%. 110%. That uh, I, I love that Sonny Bill Williams has found his voice and is actually, um, well, you, you've, you, you sort of nailed it this morning when you said, you know, the Australians are worried about losing their jobs so they don't say nothing about Eddie Jones and they go to Sonny Bill Williams for a bit of clickbait. I don't think this, is a, this isn't clickbait. This is actually an honest opinion. Eddie Jones has been a pork chop and Sonny Bill Williams has called him out. He called him, the thing with it, he didn't call him out in this article yesterday. Mm. He called him out before he went to the World Cup yeah. and, and was proven right. And I think everyone that knew that Eddie Jones was about Eddie Jones, I think the final straw for Sonny Bill Williams was when he, he said that uh, certain people weren't role models, you know, um, and the captain, the former captain of Australia, Hooper being one of those. I, I find that really hard for Eddie Jones to, to be treating a captain of the country like that. So um, calling it out, at least he had the, the, the kahunas to do that. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, he, he went on and said, I saw straight through his antics and his big talking. This is a bloke who has a uh, a track record of burning bridges um, because Christy Doran had said, apparently, um, while they were in training camp in Australia, before they left to go to France, Eddie Jones had done a Zoom call with Japan Rugby as a first-round interview. Yeah. Before, you know, and, and he denied it, his agent denied it. Uh, then he did another one, apparently, and uh, yeah, apparently now it's all true. Yeah, so. well, well, it is true. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Like that's what Sonny said. I saw saw right through it, and um, you know, he's come out and basically, I think with the Eddie Jones thing is just the way that he's uh, he's treated everyone in the game, not not just the players, but the the contempt for the people that he worked for, who had the had the faith in bringing him home, uh, and McLennan subsequently has been pushed out. Uh, the media, who who that went viral at the airport, mm. you know, you just keep saying what you want about us. We're going to go there and win. Well, you couldn't win, you know, a game of marbles while you're at the World Cup, and then just destroying players' confidence. So I, I like what um, young Herbert, Dan Herbert's come out and said, you know, before we hire a coach, we're going to hire someone to look at our football structures and that. I think that's a really smart move, um, and and they are they're 
Look, they've got their backs against the wall at the moment, Australian Rugby Union. My suggestion is forget about Eddie Jones and move on. Yeah. yeah get I, there as quickly as possible. I, he's he's poisoned now, right? He's yeah. never going to get another job in Australia, I don't think, um, uh, based off that. All right, let's go to number three. Round three. Yesterday I went to the press conference um, to announce that the A-League have officially given Auckland a, uh, a, a licence uh, and that Bill Foley uh, and his Black Knights FC have got that. They announced the CEO yesterday as well. The big question that everybody wanted to know was, what's the team going to be named? And they didn't give us an answer yesterday. They said they want to they do some more due diligence. They want to sound people out. Now, I looked at it, right? Bill Foley, his alma mater was the Black was Black Knights, which is why he likes Black Knights. So his company's called Black Knights FC. Yeah, that's where he owns all his football. I love that. Under, uh, but the New Zealand A League team uh, that first started when the A League started uh, was the Knights, and they were terrible. They were, uh, yeah, they were they were awful. They folded after two seasons. So there's a bit of baggage with that name. Now on top of that, Auckland United, Auckland City FC, and Auckland FC are all names that have already been taken uh, by clubs in the national in the national pyramid. So what does this team get called? Well, like I, like I said, I had a had a bit of a think about it, and I like the Black Knight. You know, like the the branding in and around the Knight, um, and having been a Knight before too, is is really cool. Um, yeah, it's a, it's cool in a lot of ways because of the branding on the. <laughs> I had on, to stop and think that I was like. When did Kempe get knighted? Yeah. And then I remembered Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh dear, t- take it easy. No league person gets knighted, <laughs> apart from the butcher, of course. Um, but I just thought, you know, like, when you're looking at branding, when you're looking at what Auckland is, and, you know, of course you've got the the biggest structure in Auckland too being um, the tower in the middle of town, I thought Auckland Aces would be a really good name for them. So you got four aces. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the big A. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean yeah. for for Auckland and aces. Yeah, and you've got all the br- the brands, the diamonds, the 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 clubs. You know all sorts Spades, of things that you can. The hearts. Yeah, you mean like our cricket team, Kempi? Well, yeah, but more more. You know, the cricket team they're not going to they don't you really use that brand that well, do they, Rob? You know, so I think the cricket team needs to go and find another name. Right. Okay. There you go. Kempe's going for the Auckland Aces. What oh, do you dear. think? We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Double eight, double three. What do you reckon this club should be called? <laughs> I knew it was going to get. I knew it was going to get a response from Robbie. Yeah, I did, mate. It was. It was beautifully done. It was beautifully done. What do you think this team should be called? Double eight, double three. The new Auckland A League franchise. What should the name of the club be? We want to hear from you.